0: Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, we are joined by our special guest host, Christy Summers, who I like to call Princess Christy because it is her screen name on the Diz and it is how I have known her for many years. And she is going to be joining us to talk today about Disney World honeymoons. Both Christy and I got the extreme joy of having very long two-week Disney honeymoons, and we thought it would be fun to do a show that focuses on the resort aspect of the honeymoon because a lot of times you'll see questions on message boards. What is the most romantic resort at Walt Disney World? Which resort of these two or three should I pick for my honeymoon? So we are going to talk about our experiences and our top three lists of what we think are the most romantic resorts at Disney World and maybe give you some ideas for your honeymoon. So thanks for joining me today, Christy.
1: Thank you for having me. I just wanted to say that I'm really excited to be here and on the show with you today.
0: Yeah, it's great that you could join us. Do you want to start out and just tell us a little bit about your honeymoon?
1: Sure. Um, We had our honeymoon in 2000. Oh my gosh, what year is it now? In 2010. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we had been in the planning stages for a long time. So we painstakingly chose what resorts we wanted to stay at for our own honeymoon. Um, ultimately, we ended up with the Polynesian and the Animal Kingdom and uh, had different experience than what we thought we would have. So now looking back and, and all of our trips that we've taken and all the resorts that we've stayed at, uh, just, you know, we still, even on the trips that we take going forward, we still sit down and really think about, okay, where we want to stay? And for us, that's one of the biggest things that, uh, you know, we choose when we take our trips. So I understand that for the honeymoon especially, you really wanna choose that most romantic resort. Yeah,
0: that's a good point. I think we did the same thing, or I did the same thing because I'm the Uber planner. I just (laughs) spent tons of time going over all the resorts, which was going to be the best, and we actually ended up staying at four different places on our honeymoon because I wanted to try so many of them, and we could talk about this a little bit. There's good and bad to hotel hopping. I liked it because it gave me a chance to try these different ones. I think that my husband got a little bit tired of packing up and moving, so uh, that's something to consider. Um, We stayed at the Beach Club where we stayed on Disney Vacation Club points that we rented. And we're going to do a whole show about that because that is a great way to save money on your honeymoon. And then in between, we had a weekend at the Contemporary because it was in our Disney wedding room block. So we used our own discount. And then it was a week at the Animal Kingdom villas where we also rented points and then we had our free night because when you do a wishes disney's fairy tale wedding they give you a free night in the resort of your choice on the concierge level usually although that's not your contract if you fill a certain number of rooms so we had one free night and we picked the grand floridian because we thought we will never ever be able to afford or want to stay here on our own dime so (laughs) let's try it out
1: (laughs) that's a good way to do it so chrissy tell us about your top choices um, for my top choices, um, we actually, our, our favorite resort before we had ever gone to Disney world for a vacation, which now we have quite a few trips under our belt, but before we had ever gone, my, my pick for resort was the boardwalk in. And I had done so much research before we ever actually went to Walt Disney world that I felt like when i walked into every place i knew exactly where everything was what was in every nook and cranny because i had just looked at so many pictures and and just filled my head with all of these images and thankfully i was right for most of them cuz then i wasn't disappointed when we got there <laughs> so um so for us on one of our trips not our honeymoon we stayed at the boardwalk inn and this hotel i feel like is especially for for adults and for either an anniversary trip or for your honeymoon, for anything, just to get away. I love the ambiance at the boardwalk in. I love the music. I love the time frame, you know, that the resort is set in. Uh, Just walking up and down the boardwalk, walking through the lobby is beautiful. Even through the halls, there's so many decorations and then all of the different restaurants that there are in the area. For me personally, though, I like the location so that you can either walk to Epcot, take the boat to the Studios, or even walk over to the Beach Club and Yacht Club. But for all the restaurants that are at the Boardwalk, I would prefer to walk over to Epcot and eat over there.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good point, and I'm going to jump in and just say I totally agree. I think the Boardwalk is on my list. If not at number, maybe number two or number three for exactly the reasons you mentioned especially if you like nightlife which we actually are not that super into nightlife but there's (laughs) Jelly Rolls, there's Atlantic Dance Hall, there's the boardwalk which during high season they have entertainers out and on the weekends and like you say, these nooks and crannies maybe it sounds silly but we spent part of one of our trips just sitting in a sitting area off some random hallway in the boardwalk inn that was out of the way, nobody came by it was just a really nice moment where we were in this beautiful place, really well decorated, like you say. It's got a great theme. And it became one of the high points of our trip, was just hanging out in this random area in the boardwalk. So I totally agree.
1: And those are things that you can't plan for. Those are things that just happen. And, and even for us, when we stayed there, I mean, I you know, I said that I knew every nook and cranny of the hotel, but, you know, going into the hallways, I will say I was surprised at how many nook and crannies there were within the hallways themselves. And, and we found ourselves doing the same, you know, there were, there were these wicker benches on, on the way to our room one time. And we just, every time we walked by, we would just kind of sit there and relax for a minute or, you know, just, it, it's so nice to feel like, okay, I can just, I can just hang out. I don't have to rush to go to the park. I don't have to rush to get back to my room. I don't, you know, I can just sit here and, and enjoy it and be in an area where, where you can just relax. I think that's something that's really important on your honeymoon, especially just taking those quiet moments away and not, you know, not
0: hustling the entire time. Good point. Yeah. Where would you rank the boardwalk on your list?
1: Well, for for me, the boardwalk would be number one. For my husband, it would probably be number two. I will say one one other thing that I do like about the boardwalk is that you can either splurge and stay on the inside, which is gorgeous. I love the way that the rooms are decorated on the inside. They're very simple and very tasteful. Um, you know, you can stay concierge level there, which I think you recently did, didn't you?
0: Yeah, and that's for another podcast. But definitely, if you can finagle your way into a free upgrade to a concierge, <laughs> it's a great idea.
1: Yeah, I'm going to need to get your tips on that. Um, and then on the other side of that, you have the Boardwalk Villas, and while the rooms are a little bit brighter, a uh, little more open, it's still really nice. And you can either, if you're a DVC member, you know, you can stay there yourself, or if Uh, you're not, you could possibly rent points to stay there. You know, if you need to be a little bit more frugal with your trip planning for your honeymoon, then you could certainly look into renting points and staying on the boardwalk villa side. And we've done both there and have really enjoyed both experiences.
0: That would be an interesting discussion too. And just to clarify, the when she's talking about the inside, she doesn't mean like the inside of the resort versus the outside of the resort. <laughs> <laughs> one half of the resort is called the inn, Boardwalk Inn, and one half is Boardwalk <laughs> Villas. Um, and yeah, I would be interested to hear your comparison because I know that like when we stayed, the first time we stayed at Beach Club, we stayed in the Beach Club Villas and we thought they were fine. And then on a subsequent trip, we stayed in the Beach Club Normal, regular resort that's not Disney Vacation Club, and we like them way better. So that would be maybe we'll do a show about that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's a good idea. So, for my number two choice is Animal Kingdom Lodge. And like the boardwalk, you know, you can either stay in the regular lodge that you book through a regular room through Disney or through Travel Agent. And then there's also the Disney Vacation Club rooms that they have within the resort themselves. And um, we have only stayed in the DVC rooms here, but we we love this hotel. We've stayed here several times. Uh, one of the times was on our honeymoon. We actually stayed here for 10 days of our two-week honeymoon. And uh, we just, we loved every minute of it. We love walking in. When you when you walk into this resort, the beauty, especially if you're staying in Jumbo House, the main house, the beauty of the resort, it just it captivates you every time. Your mouth just kind of – your jaw just kind of hits the floor when you walk in. And the music and then normally the cast members are so friendly and they greet you and everyone's saying jumbo. And you just – you're drawn into the whole theme right away. And we we really love that.
0: Now one thing I'd be interested to know your opinion on is a lot of people – have a problem with how far Animal Kingdom Lodge is from the rest of the theme parks and the sort of the main areas of Walt Disney World. What's your take on that? Did you find that to be an issue?
1: For us, no. We prefer to rent a car when we're at Walt Disney World, especially when we were on our honeymoon. We really wanted to rent a car because we wanted to have that control over our trip. I know that's not always an option for everybody. So I do understand that taking the bus can be kind of a pain because I, it is so far away from everything, but we, that's one of the aspects of the resort that we love. It is so, you you are so detached from everything. It's close to animal kingdom park, but even then you, you don't feel like it's right there unless you have a view of Everest, which is kind of cool from your room. And we have had that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but other than that, you do, you feel like you're just completely detached from everything else.
0: That's interesting. Um, We did get a chance to stay there on our honeymoon. And I don't know if I'd keep it in my top three, but you can't deny how cool it is to be able to see animals from your balcony. Our only problem was apparently they're mostly out in the daytime. And in the daytime, we were in the park, so we never got to see them. Oh, no. (laughs) But I mean, we eventually did like one time we came back in the middle of the day and we're like, oh, that's where all the animals are. They're out (laughs) in the middle of the day. And I think if, like you say, you take a more relaxed approach to your trip and you aren't commando touring the parks, you will have more opportunities to see the animals from your room.
1: Yeah, we've always had good luck. Um, We haven't always been able to stay Savannah View, but most of the times we have. And we usually have good luck in seeing giraffes and zebra. I don't know if they've kind of learned over the years to do something with their feeding or how to stagger them. But I mean, there have been times we come back at midnight and we have, you know, a bunch of zebras standing outside of our room. So, wow. yeah, so we've been pretty lucky. And how do you, how, would you recommend
0: staying there if you can't afford Savannah view?
1: Yes, I would. We ha- the last time we stayed there, uh, we actually stayed standard view. We had a view of the the bus area over at Kidani Village. Glamorous. Yes. So glamorous. And we still loved it because you still have that whole just the whole feeling of the resort. And I mean, when you drive up there, there's there's nothing like it to to drive up and, and see that it really looks like you're in a lodge in Africa somewhere. Well, what I would imagine you would be because I've never actually been there, but <laughs> um, but you're so taken away once you get there to that whole feeling. And and when we had the view of the the bus stop, we just you know imagine the people down there waiting for the bus. Those that was the wildlife that we were there to view.
0: <laughs> That's great. And you can't deny it has among the best theming of any of the Disney resorts. Certain resorts, you know, I love the Beach Club. I'll talk about that in a minute. But the theming there is quite light compared to someplace like Animal Kingdom where you seriously see it in every detail of the resort. And that's got to say Disney. If you're on a Disney honeymoon, I can see how staying at Animal Kingdom is really a way to sort of bring the magic into it.
1: Yes, definitely, and and even if you don't have the savanna view, uh, you have to walk down the hallways to get to your room at some point. So, in the hallways, there are these giant viewing windows that overlook the savannas. If you want to go over there, you know, you don't want to walk all the way down to maybe say Arusha Rock or something like that, uh, the actual viewing area for the animals for, off the lobby. Then you can just go to the windows and look out the windows right there.
0: That's great. And another thing that I love about that is. You mentioned Arusha Rock. There's also that outdoor fire pit with the rocking chairs. And talk about romantic. I mean – Unless you've got a kid who's trying to start a fire like the time we were there. Uh, Oh, no. (laughs) It can be really fun. And Jico, that's the other thing I love about Animal Kingdom Lodge. Jico is one of the best restaurants on property, and it's right there. And we had a couple evenings on our honeymoon where we just stayed in, and we had a fabulous meal at Jico, and then maybe we went and sat by the fire pit. And it was just a really wonderful kind of relaxed adults-only trip honeymoon kind of thing to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's – it's, fa- it's fabulous. And they – also, if you're really into the animals, they also have the animal experts that are walking around – uh, you know, if you're out on Arusha Rock, they have them out there. I cannot remember what the viewing area is called off of Kadani, but they also have animal experts out there. And then at nighttime over by the oasis by the pool area, they have the night vision goggles where you can look and they have animal experts there. And then a lot of the people that are working there are here on a one year visa from Africa. So they can tell you all about, you know, which what country they're from and what the culture is like, and, you know, just to completely give you that experience.
0: It was great stuff, okay, so now I want to see what's your number three resort on your list?
1: Number three was really hard for me to choose because there was another deluxe that I wanted to choose, and then um, but I decided to actually go with a moderate here because the moderate that we love the most is Coronado Springs. <laughs> I don't want to give a twofer, but uh, we also love Port Orleans Riverside because the theming there is gorgeous. But the problem with that is that you don't know if you're going to get Alligator Bayou or Magnolia Bend. And at Alligator Bayou, you tend to get a lot of kids. So for a honeymoon, my preference would be Coronado Springs. It's very quiet. It's a huge resort. There's lots of paths to walk along. And it's also probably because it's more of a convention hotel for, for a moderate. It has more of an adult feel to it.
0: Now, this is interesting because I hear a lot of people say this. A lot of people who maybe don't normally stay at the Moderates love Coronado Springs. And I confess I have my own prejudice against the Moderates because to me they seem like glorified motels that cost way too much. But (laughs) I have been told that I need to try Coronado Springs. I have been out there to take pictures of the Disney wedding locations and it's a gorgeous resort. I think I thought it was going to be like 90s Taco Bell logo with all this crazy bright colors like it's so classy like the casitas area with the tile roofs and everything it's not you know the coyote and the bandana howling at the moon it's like actual classy southwest it's so, that 90s southwest <laughs> exactly with the
1: hot pink and neon green <laughs> exactly
0: maybe it was in the 90s but it's not yeah. anymore so um so i have to admit it's really i it does strike me as a really beautiful resort so sell me on it tell me some more about the rooms well
1: the rooms actually so This resort holds a special place in our heart because the first time that we took a, you know, a couple's trip to Walt Disney World, this was the first resort that we stayed at was Coronado Springs. So, of course, for us, you know, it's sentimental. (laughs) But um, since then, they have done a redo on the rooms and the rooms are really – Classic and clean looking. They have the you know the white bedding with just the simple touches in the room. Um, you're not going to find your pirate bed here or your Finding Nemo room. <laughs> so uh, definitely more adult oriented as far as that goes. I think they also have some concierge level rooms here as well.
0: Oh, interesting. Where, but do they have 24 hour room service there? Or well, I guess nobody.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know if they have it 24 hours, but I do know that they have full service dining and then the quick service dining. And then they have the Rick's Lounge there as well. So they do have, you know, a lot of different options to choose from. And then in the morning, I think they even have like a grab and go area. So there are quite a few dining options just within the resort itself. That's interesting. And I'm trying to look to see if it does have the 24-hour room service. I don't, I don't see that it says 24-hour, but has pizza delivery. <laughs> and you know, I mean I don't think any I don't think even the deluxe
0: resorts have 24-hour room service Come to think of it I think it stops at 11 or midnight or something Neat Well let's see My favorite resort on property is the Beach Club And maybe because like you say It was the first place we stayed Although technically the first place we stayed Was on our planning session We stayed at Pop Century So among the value resorts Pop Century has a special place in my oh, heart <laughs> So
1: romantic <laughs> Well they do have bunnies That hop around
0: <laughs> out in the grass <laughs> That's cute I know people hate the the values because they say the walls are thin and they're crawling with cheerleaders and Pop Warner kids. We have never really had that experience there, and for me – If I'm going to go on the cheap, I'd much rather stay at a value resort on property than off property, but that's for another show. So (laughs) um, yeah, so I guess Beach Club is my favorite. It was like you were talking about how you did so much planning before your first trip. I did the same thing and I scoured the sites of all the different resorts and I went on allears.net and I looked at the photos of all the rooms and I decided the Beach Club was the one for me and it still is the one for me. Um, I'm not crazy about a beachy theme. That's not really why. I like it but I love the proximity to Epcot. I mean, being five minutes from, as you say, a meal in the World Showcase is fabulous. You can take a boat or walk over to the Boardwalk so you get all the advantages that Boardwalk Inn has. And you can take the boat over to Hollywood Studios, which I guess you can do at Boardwalk Inn too. (laughs) But um, so yeah, location is fabulous. And the view, I just love that when you look out the window of your super fabulous expensive room that you got a free upgrade to at the Boardwalk... It's such a great view. Like, I would much rather look at the boardwalk than be at the boardwalk looking at the beach club. I just love the lights and the activity and the boats going back and forth. And you can see Atlantic Dance Hall all lit up. And it's just, it's really great. And I think, you know, a romantic time, perhaps, sitting on your balcony, enjoying the view.
1: It is a gorgeous view looking at the boardwalk, definitely. And then what
0: else do I like about the Beach Club? Well, closeness to Epcot, you can't really beat that. Um, also, the parking there is fantastic. I mean, the boardwalk, one of the, my big problems with the boardwalk is, oh, my goodness, the self-parking is like in another county.
1: That's like, true. It's like you, miles
0: away. Yeah, you are practic- You may as well park at Hollywood Studios and take the boat or something. It's so far <laughs> away. So, so Beach Club, the parking is right there. I rarely have trouble finding a parking spot there, and it's just easy to get in and out. Like, yes, if you are staying – and on the Epcot side of the resort, you will have a long walk back to the lobby. But then when you get to the lobby, your car's right there. So that's good.
1: Yeah, definitely. And we've done that, you know, several times because one of our favorite things about the beach club, and I'm sure I will, <laughs> you won't disagree with me, is Beaches and Cream. Yes there have been many occasions where we'll go to Beach Club just to go to Beaches and Cream and then, you know, maybe decide afterward, oh, let's go to Epcot. So (laughs) that walk over to Epcot is really nice afterward.
0: Yeah. And I have my story about the whole planning and knowing everything. When we got to Disney World for our planning session, I had never, well, I hadn't been since I was a kid and I, when we went, we didn't stay on property, so I didn't know anything. So I planned and planned and planned. And when we got there, I very confidently led Patrick all over the place to exactly where we wanted to go, except that I was looking. For beaches and cream at the boardwalk, and I was very embarrassed to walk into the Seashore Suites or whatever and say, "Where's the place where I can have a fabulous burger and a milkshake?" And they looked at me <laughs> blankly and they're like, "Um, beaches and cream is at the Beach Club, you know, beach." So very embarrassing for me. Aww. <laughs> so, but yeah, love the Beach Club.
1: Yeah, we haven't actually been able to stay there yet. We're uh, planning to stay there this December, so I'm really looking forward to it.
0: cool. Are you staying at the villas or in the hotel side? In the villas. Okay, so I didn't mean to bag on the villas. The villas are cool and we really enjoyed staying there for our honeymoon and then we went back for our anniversary. I think what just sort of impressed me more about the hotel side is little things like having two sinks which doesn't seem like a big deal but when you're both getting ready in the morning or you're going out to a fancy dinner or something the disney vacation club villas they only have one sink and technically there's a second sink because they have like a little mini kitchen sink but you can't you know shave in front of the if you're dead, no. <laughs> in front of the kitchen sink <laughs> Yeah, no. um, and then what else well just you know um there are more nice touches we found in the hotel rooms, which you know maybe they're making more money on them, so that's why they do that. But little things like those coverlets and the extra pillows that you see in the photos, yeah, those are not actually in the rooms in the villas, but they are in the hotel. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's so, similar
1: to the boardwalk side, yeah, where the in. I think the the beach club rooms and the boardwalk in rooms are very similar. It's just. just the color, the color scheme is different. I think
0: exactly. And boardwalk, I've been wanting to say the boardwalk villas because they've been updated a little bit more recently and they look really nice now.
1: They are nice. I will say one thing that didn't make sense to me is that they don't have like a coffee table or anything in front of the little sofa sleeper. Oh, weird. So, so it feels really open and a little bit empty in the room. I know it's such a small thing to complain about, but it was just, it was kind of bizarre. Like if I'm going to, you know, maybe sit down and eat or there's four of us in the room because there is a table with two chairs in there. But I don't know. It was just kind of weird. It needed a coffee table.
0: Yeah. Sometimes there are little quirks to the DVC rooms. But again, let's do a show about that because that's an interesting, you know, it's a great way to save money on your honeymoon. It's something maybe you want to talk about. What's the difference between staying in a Disney vacation club versus in the hotel
1: side? Yeah, definitely. Definitely.
0: And I am trying to think what my third one is going to be because it's sort of a toss up. And maybe I'm going to cheat and have two. Sorry. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I think... The unexpected answer would be the contemporary, because I know it's not like all flouncy and Victorian and romantic seeming like the Grand Floridian, but oh my goodness, if you stay in the actual contemporary Building and not in the wing, which is out in the middle of nowhere. It is so convenient. Like the monorail right there, taking you wherever you want to go. And now that the monorails are having so many problems, you can actually walk to the Magic Kingdom, unlike the Grand Floridian, where if you get on a faulty monorail, you could be sitting there for 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. Um, That would not be fun. Yeah. And the decor is cool. At first, when we first checked in on our honeymoon, I was kind of like, meh, it just looks like, you know, some big city modern hotel room. It's not very themed. But I've come to really like that theme, modern big city hotel room. And I do still feel like Disney because depending on where your room is located or if you go up to California Grill, you look out the window and there's a Magic Kingdom and there are fireworks and there's Mary Blair's fantastic mural in the lobby that you get to see every time you leave your room.
1: I I could definitely see the appeal to that because it does give you a different perspective, a different Disney feeling, I should say, because it, it certainly there is a lot of Disney throughout the resort and especially being one of the first or was it the first hotel that opened with Walt Disney World? So there's a lot of history there, even in that. And that's
0: a good point, because it's it's a different kind of immersive feel. It's not taking you to some other place, necessarily. It's taking you to another time. It's taking you to, you know, 1971, when the place first opened. It's very 70s, even though they've given the rooms a modern update. You know, you have this giant mural, you have the a-frame shape they've kind of cluttered up the lobby now with all these different little ticky tacky stores and the chef miggies and all that but you can still see the bones of the structure the way it was when it opened and it's a different time rather than a different place i think even though it's supposed to be contemporary
1: <laughs> <laughs> well that's okay tomorrowland isn't very tomorrow-ish anymore so <laughs> our future go. world isn't very future-ish
0: and then also with that, we have had the opportunity to stay at Bay Lake Tower, and that was cool, too. I liked, again, how modern the rooms were and that, you know, there were things like, well, I just love in the one-bedroom villas how you have this uh, fabulous jet tub and then these, this window that sort of opens up so that you can theoretically look from the tub straight out the window. We didn't have a fireworks view. That was my dream was to sit in a bubble bath watching fireworks. <laughs> so instead, I looked straight out at a room across the way because we were on the inside of the U-shape that is Bay Lake Tower. (laughs)
1: Oh, no. Well, all the reason to go back and try it again, I suppose. But the other thing is they don't have shears. So either your (gasps) curtains
0: are completely open or they are completely closed. But you can't do the thing where you have light in, but nobody can see you walking around naked.
1: Oh, no. They, they really need to think about that, especially for the amount of rooms that they have that face each other there. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. How do you
0: build a U-shaped building and not put shears in or privacy <laughs> yeah. curtains or whatever you want to call them? It's very strange. But I don't mean to totally dump on Bay Lake Tower. It's great. Again, you're even closer to the Magic Kingdom than you are if you stay at the Contemporary. And uh, it's very chic and modern and has a lot of great amenities. So, and then, okay, so since I'm sort of cheating and doing two for number three, I do want to put in a word for the Grand Floridian. When we first stayed there on our free night, we had this horrible experience with this guy in the next room over smoking on his balcony, and the smoke was coming in our room, and they wouldn't move us, and he wouldn't stop. And then finally, in the middle of the night, they agreed to move us, and they dumped us in this accessible room that didn't have a nice tub, which was like one of the things I was totally looking forward to. And it was just kind of a mess. But I've been back since, and I did notice that they really do have, in general, except for the time we were there, great customer service. There is this sort of extra touch of the cast members who work there going above and beyond even Disney's high standards. Mm -hmm. So I did notice that. The decor, you know, Victorian, not my taste, but a lot of people find it very romantic, very honeymoon style. So that can be another draw for honeymooners. And what else about it? Um, 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 Um...
1: Maybe it's not number three. It be something else. At Christmas time, you have that gingerbread house.
0: Yes. Yeah. It's beautifully turned out at Christmas time. You do have the monorail when it's working, which is a very convenient. And then the boats, which are our favorite. We love, we'll take a boat anywhere that we can possibly take a boat. So that's a nice touch. And then pretty soon there's now going to be a Disney vacation club wing there. So we'll see, you know, one of us is going to have to go stay there and see how that is
1: <laughs> to take one for the team. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And then one other thing I would be interested to talk to you about is maybe a resort that you thought would be a great romantic honeymoon resort and really turned out not to be. I talked a little bit about the Grand Floridian not being terribly magical for us because of our weird experience, but again, many people find it to be the most romantic resort on property. So have you had an experience like that?
1: Yes, we did. We actually, our dream resort for our honeymoon was the Polynesian. My husband always wanted to go to, his vision for our honeymoon was Hawaii until we went to Disney World for the first time. And then I looked at him and I was like, are you okay with Disney World for our honeymoon now? And he said, yeah, I'm fine with Disney World for our honeymoon now. So I got lucky there, but his one request was that we stay at the Poly for our honeymoon to get that, that beach feel. So We saved that one for our honeymoon. And actually, we got a really good rate with an annual passholder discount uh, for concierge level. We had never stayed club level before. And we had heard great things about the Polynesians club level. So we decided to splurge a little bit and do that for three nights of our honeymoon. And so when we got there, I had read all these things about how when you you drive up to the security guard, when you get to the entrance, he's going to call ahead for you and These people are going to come out and take all your luggage and basically, you know, it's like a movie. You're just going to be swept away right up to your room. It wasn't like that. We had to wait in line for online check-in like everybody else. And then uh, we went into the concierge area. Because the one cool thing about staying club level is that you get that gold room key.
0: (laughs) That's the only cool thing.
1: (laughs) Which is fun to pull out when you're at extra magic hours or – if you're putting anything on your room, that's it. So, <laughs> but we did have to use the room key to get into the building. So that was fun. So when we got into the building, there were no bells and whistles going off or anything like that. They were nice. And then we got to our room and um we had just a regular garden view room. We didn't pay for the magic kingdom view, but we were in the, in the main Hawaii building. But our view was once we got up to the room, our view was of this wooden post, <laughs> oh, which was quite lovely, and and uh, the other half of the view was a big palm tree. So oh. we went back down and asked to see if we could get anything else, and um, there was only one other room available in the whole resort, and it was two doors down, but it was good enough. So once we kind of once we got there and settled in, there were nice little touches to the stay. They gave us a fresh lays on our bed when we came back and we did have the turndown service. But overall, the stay at the resort was not what we had hoped for. In our mind, we built it up to be this big romantic. I, I don't know. I just think we, we ourselves had a romantic idea of what it was supposed to be. But the rooms are big, which is good if you have a big family. But for two adults, it was almost like it was too big and it felt really dark and kind of cold. And you don't have a choice for anything other than just two queen beds. So not that there's anything wrong with having two queen beds, but just the idea of when you're on your honeymoon, you kind of want that.
0: No, I mean, yeah, there is definitely something wrong with that. It's your honeymoon. You want a king bed. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and I know for a lot of people that's the sticking point is no king beds anywhere at the Polynesian.
1: Yeah, and I don't really understand why. I I guess it's just because the rooms are so big themselves. They figure they can fit two queens. Let's have two queens in all the rooms. I don't know. I I feel like I am similarly
0: disappointed in the Polynesian. Like my first experience there was we, I think we, oh, we went to shoot our engagement pictures. And I loved it. I love the common areas. I love the big fountain in the middle. I love the tropical feel of it. But then when in the, the two times that I've actually stayed there, the rooms, even though they were remodeled, oh, I don't know, maybe it's been seven years ago now, but they are, like you say, they're so dark. They're cavernous, but they just feel... I know what you mean when you say they're cold. And the other thing that drives me nuts is not having a separate sink area from where the shower and the toilet are, which maybe on your honeymoon you're not going to notice because you guys are okay with sharing all that stuff. But if you (laughs) ever share the room with somebody who you don't want to see you when you're in the tub or on the toilet, it's really inconvenient. So just little things like that. It feels – the building we stayed in was not the fancy building where you stayed. The Mm -hmm. ceilings were so low. The place, it just felt – It just feels old and 70s. And I'm sorry to all the people who grew up going there and they love it and it reminds them of their childhood or Hawaii or someplace like that. But I am hoping the rumors that they're going to remodel it or demolish it and put a DVC on top or whatever. (laughs) I'm kind of hoping that's true because I think it could be so much better. Like they have the opportunity to make it as cool as Animal Kingdom Lodge. And right now it's just a creaky old 1970s resort that needs a lot of help.
1: Yeah, every time we walk in, all I can hear is the Magnum Pi theme running through my head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm expecting to see him walking by in his little short shorts, but <laughs> uh, but you know, I just, I again, we had that romantic idea of what we thought it was going to be, and one thing that really surprised me, which looking back, it really shouldn't have surprised me, were the amount of kids there. Now I know it's a Disney resort. So hello, there's going to be kids everywhere, but I just expected it to be more of an adult oriented resort. And there were little ones everywhere all through the concierge building, even I'm not that little kids can't stay there again. I don't mean to sound like that, (laughs) but it was just, I, I was surprised. And now looking back, the reason I think I shouldn't have been surprised is because the rooms do fit so many people. So it's easy for a family of five to be able to stay there.
0: That's a good point. I I didn't think about that. I just figured they were all there for Ohana, which brings up another point, which is there are not that many places to eat at the Polynesian. And I didn't notice this until I was staying there over a rainy weekend when I didn't want to go out and get on a boat or a broken down monorail to go to another resort.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. And then also the food choices aren't. I know that people are going to listen to this and think, what is she talking about? But I'm not myself a huge fan of Kona Cafe. We've tried it for breakfast. We've tried it for dinner. And we've never had good service there. And I know some people will take time out of their trips to go to Kona Cafe. But in my experience, it's always been just kind of a regular hotel cafe.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. And I'm sorry to... To shoot down the people because there are people who are very fervent lovers of Kona Cafe, but I also have never had more than a just passable meal there. So I I have to agree. (laughs) And then the last thing I want to talk about the Polynesian is it's so expensive. It is the least discounted of all the resorts. I mean, it is sometimes cheaper to stay at the Grand Floridian than it is to stay at the Polynesian, especially if you have a Disney wedding room block. Like the discount that they'll give at the Polynesian versus any of the convention resorts, it's it's hard to get a really good rate there. And so I think maybe that's why it's so disappointing because you're paying so much money to stay there and yet your experience is so mediocre compared to what you would get if you were paying that much to say, stay at a four seasons or something.
1: Yeah. I, yeah, definitely. I could see that. I, I think my suggestion would be is to definitely go to the poly because there are so many romantic experiences you can have at the poly, but I just, I don't think it's worth it to stay there personally.
0: Yeah. Well, on that note, uh, we'll wrap up today's show, but hopefully we've given you a lot of ideas to think about when you're planning your romantic honeymoon or anniversary trip to Walt Disney World. Thank you, Christy Summers, for joining us today, and um, we'll look forward to speaking with you again.
1: Yes, definitely. I can't wait to
0: be on again and talk to you more about Disney and honeymoons. And that's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at disneyweddingpodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site at disneyweddingpodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's fairy tale Weddings questions, check out Passporters' Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, Available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com backslash weddings.asp. Or find it in print at passporter.com and at amazon.com.